everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 531. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. And as I have determined, it seems that the latest build of OBS does not like VLC for some reason, which is why the stream stopped during our pre-show. But hopefully, no. yeah. But hopefully, when I redo the layout, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, it'll be so much better. So, here's to hoping. <laughs> so, anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Eh. I'm a potato. <laughs> I wish I was a potato. <laughs> but you're but you're half Irish, so you're almost there. I'm almost there. See? I'm one sixteenth there. <laughs> I have like a toe that is Irish. Lord Jesus, Jesus Lord. <laughs> but I know what clans my family is from, so that's kinda cool. Aye! It's pretty neat. I'm Scotch, Irish, English, Dutch. I'm a mutt. It's all good. Anyone in chat a mutt? Let me know. I'm a mutt. I'm a mutt too. I think my I'm a lovable, scraggly mutt. It's funny. Depending on where I read, my last name is Irish, but if I but other texts have says it's Scottish. I don't care. I just I just want a tartan of a tartan kilt that represents my last name, and I want to wear it at cons. There you go. So why not? <laughs> oh man, sitting here behind the scenes getting last minute stuff done. And I'm just like rushing, and then I'm like, I gotta finish shamelessly whoring us out on Facebook. I gotta go do that. So anywho, uh, now we got part of the intros and stuff out of the way, and you know, all that good stuff. Um, and I hope no one heard the ding because my work phone just went off. But whatever. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, we are live tonight. Week of January 25th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us uh, every, uh, here live on Tuesdays from 9 to 10, 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can always find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network, and you can find them at Twitch TV slash Vogue Network, and also at uh, VogNetwork.com. And don't forget, uh, we have a Discord. So come through and hang out with us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has a channel. So come through and hang out and have a good time. So, yeah. So now we got that out the way. And I will start kicking things off and moving down the line. Um, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not bad. That's uh, good. Basically, I have been working around the house trying to, you know, do some painting, mm. do some unpacking, do some organizing. Um, I have my room situated almost how I want it. I just have to put my shelves up um, and then start putting my posters and crap like that up. And uh, we have the second bedroom um, mostly situated. I, you know, it's where things are going to be mm -hmm. until I finish uh, working on the armor desk. I was about to ask about that. Yeah, we were going to start working on it um, this past weekend. We got 
that at least situated where it's mm-hmm. going to go, mm-hmm. um, trying to see how things would be uh, organized inside of it. So it's actually looking like my computer tower is going to go on top of the armoire um, just so I can actually view it mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not have to hide it inside of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, all of that's going well and then work and I'm still stuck with a partial work from home and you know I don't mind working from home one day a week but adding too many more days onto that there's there's not you know a lot that I can do and I feel like I'm not doing enough work um, when I'm doing more than one work from home day so I'll be very much uh, very happy when I can actually you know cut that shit out you know I kind of feel that while I'm at work on the regular and I'll get into that in just a bit. So, But yeah, now I'm just, you know, trying to figure out what's next on my to-do list and mm. uh, possibly, you know, what the hell I'm going to do if this Nor'easter hits this weekend. I did not hear about that. Yeah, um, from what I'm seeing, it looks like, you know, there, there's they still don't know how things are going to turn obviously, but um, they're actually looking at a potential of anywhere between one inch and six inches at this point. Well, that's not so, so bad, though. No, but it's, you know, it's it's one of those um, that it could end up being, uh, you know, high winds and possible blizzard conditions and all mm-hmm. of that stuff, too. Gotcha. So I am um, I while I don't have anything planned except to actually work on the house, um, I, I still would rather not have to deal with blizzard conditions. At least it's not next weekend, though. No, so that's, that's one thing. Well, that, that's, that's true. Let you go. How was your week? How was your day? Well, I found out that I'm a dopamine drug dealer. I mean, um. So it's been productive. Is this why I'm tapping my vein right now? I, I'm sure that's exactly why. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't make it back from, uh, from, from winter break, uh, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but it, it did come with the caveat of getting some work done on some cosplay, hopefully for Marchish, but, uh. You know, it's one of those things being being an immunocompromised bean. Um, it's one of those cases where now I have to to figure out if I'm going to Zenkai or not, just because uh, all of our panini going on right now. So I have to make final decisions for that. But yeah, it's basically mm-hmm. been working on a lot of cosplay and fashion stuff uh, and trying to finish up just different things going on. Um, so that's been fun. Um, and I started up a few, uh, projects today as well. So working on macrophage for anybody who's into cells at work to defend your body against cells of, of mischievous intent. Um, and so I'm trying to decide what weapon I want to bring for my macrophage. If I'm a little stabby or if I'm a malady kind of gal, but, um, yeah. so yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing that. Um, 
just a lot of chaos because uh, there's just a lot of stuff to work on and not enough time in the day, per usual, per oh, usual. I, oh, I get that. But here's the million-dollar question about your macrophage. How well mm. can you ada ada? Ada ada. Judges score. Ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. We have uh, tens across the board here, laugh, people. I don't know if a macrophage should villainous laugh. Uh no, she, Maybe not. She doesn't do the villainous laugh. Macrophage is basically Kasumi Tendo walking around with a hatchet, with a hatchet knife. Okay. Yeah, she is kind of Kasumi Tendo-y. Yeah. She loves loves your body, uwu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, just as an update, I just read the uh, newest um weather reports. They said that. It's confidence is increasing of significant winter storm with potential 50 mile an hour wind gusts and up to two feet of snow. Well, balls. Goodbye, New England. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's be so real. Farewell, Avidas, and goodbye. But here's, but here's the thing, though. Did we really need New England anyway? We could give it back to the UK. Just saying. Run. <laughs> Ranma, you live in New England. <laughs> no, I don't. The border between East Coast and New England is New York and Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. Like, I, when you when, when you <laughs> when you drive to when you drive towards Connecticut and New England, once you cross the New York border, there is no more talk of Yankees, Giants, and Jets or anything like that. It's all about the Patriots. The Celtics and the Red Sox. Three terrible teams that, that need to be buried. And thankfully, one of them was buried last a couple of weeks ago in the NFL. So, yay. And I see in the beer, he says, New York is technically mid-Atlantic, probably. See, my main issue is when people say that Westchester County is upstate, that's when I take my pocket knife and, and I cut your carotid artery and call it a day. If you can take a county bus or a city bus into Westchester, it ain't upstate. Now, if you have to take a Greyhound bus or Amtrak, then I will allow that, okay? And that is my hill, and I will die on it. And see the beer, he agrees. Now, as for my weekend day, as I said before... I have to start getting tested every single week before I go into the office. But what's great is we get paid for doing it, meaning we're, we're spending our own time to go to the lab to get tested and come back. We could put that on our time cards, so that's something. Now, they do it at work, but I go through uh, New York City hospitals and do it because I want one app to keep track of all of my tests, and I know that's going to change if I travel somewhere and I got to go get tested on a Saturday and I have to pull up another app to keep everything together, you know? That, and that's the thing. I, that's going to probably irk me, but I will deal with it, but, you know. Um, if you notice, the lighting in here has gotten a lot better because I have, like, I guess these floodlights or whatever. I, I forget what the proper name is, but what I did was I put in... Uh, programmable RGB uh, light bulbs in here and the second one here in the middle I could not put in because I guess whoever was living here before put in a socket plug adapter it looks like a light bulb socket you screw it in and you can plug like some electrical socket in there so 
I had to get a reverse adapter to unscrew that, and now I got that up there. So the lighting in here, as you can see, has gotten a lot better. So I'm and I'm very appreciative of that. Um, work is going good, but it's a little boring. I mean, it's one thing where you're, you know, when you're doing tech support, and of course you're gonna have some downtime. But I have a lot of downtime watching YouTube videos and other stuff and reading tech blogs. I'm just like, if I sit here and start start watching anime, then there's a problem. It's one thing if I'm at home, but I don't want to be watching that on my work laptop. But, you know. Um, what else is going on? That's basically it. I've gotten a couple of more packages in. Um, I will probably grab something and show it off for Geek Roundtable and stuff like that. But now that I know there's going to be a Nor'easter coming through... Uh, it looks like I might not be going to the gym on Saturday. It just depends on how things go. And now, in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, uh, Slime Boy and Cedar Beery are, are agreeing on where the upstate border is. And basically, Orange County with the cow line. That works for me. Because even in Westchester, you need to take a special bus to get up to Orange County, so... And Bonza Will Six says, that's why I ask my employer what I, can, what I can watch, listen, or not. Music mostly gets a pass. See, I will fire up a YouTube stream of audio and just listen while I'm working on tickets and stuff like that. And have, like, the chat room, like, my Facebook open. But in my office, I'm basically the only person on my floor except for five people. And we're at least 10 to 15, 10 to 15 feet away from each other. And... My more I sit is like four feet inward, so they really can't see anything. So I'm not too worried about that. And as Bob Coffee says, Orange County, you guys got a portal to SoCal? Not necessarily. It's just cold up there, but that's where Orange County choppers are, or something like that. But it is what it is. Um, as you see, I'm looking around because I'm trying to figure out what else is new, what else is going on. But that's basically has been it, you know. Okay, let's go ahead and skip into uh, housekeeping. If it'll rotate, perfect. Uh, let's see what's going on under housekeeping. I don't forget every episode of Anime Jam Session is available on YouTube. All the video podcasts are available there at youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, look for the playlist Podcast VODs and all the episodes going back to 2021 are available. Uh, we keep a repository here on Twitch for two weeks. If you are a uh, Twitch subscriber, you can get access to the last two or three episodes. If you want to go back a little bit further, you can head on over to our YouTube page. Works for me. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, don't forget to check out the VOG Network uh, Pro Shop, uh, vognetwork.com slash shop. I think it's up. I'm not sure, but you know, I'm going to shamelessly advertise it because we're affiliated with them and we love them and they're awesome people. Um, once I get all this behind the scenes stuff done, I will actually get a couple of shirt designs out and running. So we'll figure, we'll figure things out one way or another. Uh, let's see what else we have here. And don't forget we have upcoming conventions this year. Please understand normally as a, as a group, we will hit anywhere between four to six to eight conventions a year. But given what's going on with the pandemic, that number is probably going to drop down to three if that. So, as of right now, you will find us at uh, ZenkaiCon. Um, not all of us will be there, but if things change, we will let y'all know. So, you know. 
I am one that will not be there. Yeah, we know. We wish you could be there, but given that you just bought a house, so, you know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's part of it. The, <laughs> yeah. the other part is, you know, the the numbers where they are. I mean, yes, they're mm-hmm. coming back down, but, you know, I, I think I will, unless something really big comes up that I can't miss, right. um, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, I think I'm going to give uh, conventions a miss until uh, maybe end of year, beginning of next year. Fair enough. I will say. I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I just like the fact that when I went to AAC, there wasn't as many people, but I was able to walk around, get everybody's photo, enjoy a panel or two, and then continue taking photos and not worry about thinking that I missed somebody in cosplay. I think I got 90% of the cosplayers uh, last year. So, And I kind of feel Zenkai is going to be the same way, which they get, anywhere, I think, around eight to 9,000. It's probably going to drop down to like 5,000, which means there'll be plenty of walking space. So I'll enjoy that. Oh, it's a Damien. It is a Damien. He's just letting you know that you you need to report to work or something like that. <laughs> he, he is the most perfect macrophage. He has all of the healing. Mm, true. <laughs> yes, I, I'm currently right next to the bed in the... Uh, spare room so he is currently curled up on a pillow Mm. and uh just enjoying me being able to pet him as i'm doing this gotcha that reminds me i have to get those wall plates so we can run the ethernet cable through the wall yeah i have it right now running through the wall oh you actually pulled those plates and just ran it straight through yeah Okay, because I'm going to get the actual plates where you can connect the cable on the inside and make it look nice and neat. Okay. That'll work. Yeah, right now I just have one cable going from the uh, the router in the living room mm-hmm. straight through the wall into the uh, computer. Okay. So, whatever works at this point. Exactly. And don't forget to pet Damien. I am. I'm petting him. <laughs> all right. That's now. why he's purring. Oh, good kitty. <laughs> At least you keep all the field mice out. Mm. Or is that no longer his job description? <laughs> oh, no. He's a lazy boy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that he would even do that in the first place. Mm. He might look at it and go, sup. <laughs> Sort of like Tom and Jerry during the 60s. Mm. All right. The next up, <laughs> this is my bed. You can have somewhere else. But this is mine. <laughs> and this is my human. And, you know, you need to stay away from my human. Fair. Okay, next up is Geek Roundtable. This is where we talk about the geekier aspects of our week. Well, I am going to go, go to the restroom, grab something off the top of the shelf, you know, to share. I will be right back. Uh, Mako, tell them more about your, about your excessive supernatural fandom. Hey, this I just got today. Um, so this just goes to show, uh, how much people actually know me. Um, so my, my boss actually got me, uh, this as a housewarming gift. Um, it's actually coasters. 
So it comes ah, as a set. That's so cool. <laughs> and um, they're actually fairly thick and I believe made of ceramic or plaster. Um, but yeah, so she knows that I enjoy Supernatural. So she got me a whole set of Supernatural coasters. For a second, I thought it was one of these new um, key wireless chargers that's come out recently. I would freaking love one of them. It doesn't even have to be Supernatural. I will take the Magical Girl one. That shit's <laughs> awesome. There's a Magical Girl one, and I just, I was dying inside. They have pink, and I think they might even have purple, and I was like, I, why don't I have this? Yeah, I, I've seen them around... Um, Mainly, it's, like, people building them themselves for sale. But, yeah, I kind of... I, I wouldn't mind one of those. You wouldn't mind I, one I of think, what? Oh, uh, we were talking about how her coasters were reminiscent of this other object. Well, I think the mm -hmm. coasters are awesome. I love a good coaster. Especially when you have, like, a good beer, a good coaster. Mm, a plus. Oh, yeah. But there yeah. are these key wireless chargers, uh, like the fast chargers, the wireless chargers that are um, like a magical girl. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. You can get yeah. them. Yeah, and I was just, I was like, oh, I thought that those was a supernatural themed key charger because I would have thought that was so cool. <laughs> right. I, I would totally want one of those. You can get them. Well, I know you can get the Magical Girl one. I, I completely doubt that they have a Supernatural one out there right now. I would say check AliExpress because you never know. You well, Etsy, they might have know. something. But yeah, the, the, I, I just I thought it was really... Uh, <laughs> Chargers, I got really excited. <laughs> you know, not for nothing, I have never actually checked AliExpress for Supernatural crap. Yeah. I could tell you this. Probably some of it is coming from... U.S. shippers because I found stuff on there that's coming from U.S., China, Japan, Russia. You just gotta know, check if it's bootleg or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, I probably have quite a bit of fan-made and bootleg stuff for Supernatural, mm -hmm. including the uh, shower curtain I just got. Of course. What? My bathroom's gonna be supernatural. Like, you know, part of my living room is gonna be supernatural, and my bar is gonna be partially supernatural. Did I mention that I, I'm a little bit obsessed with supernatural? Just I was gonna just say, a I mean, a supernatural bathroom makes a shower hit different. It does! Just a scotch. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting on, because um, obviously some of this stuff is coming from overseas because it is bootleg. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I just got a shower curtain today and I placed an order for a toilet seat cover and bath mats. And those are still on the way. And I know they're probably extremely cheaply made and thin as hell, but I don't care. It's It's part of my supernatural bathroom. <laughs> now I'm going to look on AliExpress for supernatural crap. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's me. <laughs> look, I went looking for a bootleg Ronma one half Akane Tendo SH figure arts. I can only thing I could find was the real deal going for like $400. That's like, screw this. I, the most I've spent on anime merch is $150. 
And I think that's going to be my limit. Mm. And as Ron before 21 says, all these rooms in Mako-chan's house will be supernatural. Well, basically. The only thing thing you're missing is the car. I I technically have a model of that. Um, I know that doesn't count, but I I don't know that I would want to drive baby around anyway. So (laughs) having, having an Impala probably is, is not for me. Um, But I, I do have um, like, I have supernatural kitchen towels. I have uh, a place set up um, like in my old house. I had a place set up for, uh, like my living room was movie and TV themes. So I did have a supernatural um, poster that was on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then I yep, had I all of my supernatural one. pop figures by the poster. Um, no, I don't have a room dedicated specifically to uh, my supernatural husbando. Slime boy, um, don't give her any ideas because she will. I will not. Just because my nice. tattoo is, uh, you know, my supernatural husbando does not mean that my, you know, my entire theme is my supernatural husbando. Uh, the nightlight in your bathroom? That's just a nightlight in the bathroom. That is not my supernatural husbando. But it's still part of your supernatural fandom. I just love fandom. how <laughs> Slime Boys think it's just husbando, <laughs> question mark? But yeah. Uh, Sienna Beery, I actually, um, it's not a charm, it's a pin. And it opens up, it's her spell book. Yes, I have seen that. I, I get the, <laughs> a, a lot of what I get is off of stands. Um, so obviously, uh, I, I do have their emails that come to me. But like, I, I got my kitchen towels off of stands. Um, I got regular uh, supernatural kitchen towels, and I got the, uh, uh, holiday uh, kitchen towels. I got the Castiel um, tree topper just because it's a freaking tree topper. Um, but yes, and I, I do have the um, charm bracelet. I have the necklace for the charms as well. I got the Eda bag from them. I got a bunch of mm. the pins. Um I got one of the blankets for myself for Christmas. I, I'm a tad obsessed. Just a tad obsessed. Just a tad. Tell us Just your... the tiniest bit. Hey, Michael John. Hmm? Tell us you're a Supernatural fan without telling us you're a Supernatural fan. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I think my video is doing that fairly well. There you go. I mean, not for nothing, not for nothing. I They are doing a podcast uh, kind of rewatch of the series with um, Rob and Rich. So I, I listened to the first one yesterday on my drive home. I listened to the second episode today on the drive home. Um, so that's what I'm going to do when they pop up uh, because they are going to go through all 327 episodes. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah. So um, I, I know once they all hit, I, I I have something to listen to on my way home. And I thought I was bad with podcasts. Well, it's not like all of them are dropping at once. But still. Um, two of them dropped yesterday because technically the pilot episode is not an episode. Um, the second episode is technically episode one, but whatever. Okay. Um, but it was also, it was also Dean's birthday yesterday. So they dropped two of them for his birthday. Mm, that's nice. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm not obsessed. I'm not obsessed. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It's not like I, you know, had to go and get the entire Blu-ray box set when it came out. It's it's not like I had to track down all of the books um, that are, you know, supplemental for the series that came out. You know, it's not, it's not like I had to track down, um, the journals for, uh, for John and Bobby, you know, it's not like I'm doing that. It's, it's not like I'm obsessed enough with the, you know, with the actors that I have, you know, purchased their musical albums or, gotten items from the brewery that they have or you know anything like that i'm not obsessed marco <laughs> just so you I just know love the detail uh, j- just so you know as hypocritical as i am i am shamelessly judging you oh my goodness there is no need to judge me and ranma 421 um jensen actually owns a brewery mm-hmm. uh called the family business it is in, and yes, uh, Slime Boy, they have albums. Uh, Jensen has two of them out right now. <laughs> I like um, Rob has a couple of them, uh, Loudon Swain, uh, and Rich has one out. Misha does not have an album. Misha actually has a poetry book. Yes, I have it. <laughs> I'm not obsessed. I am, I'm not obsessed. I am this close. I am this close to firing up Photoshop and flipping the colors and changing this to the supernatural uh, Twitch stream. <laughs> um, Sienna Berry, no, I did not buy Misha's cookbook. Um, I know that that was on stands. I don't know if they have any copies left, uh, but no, I did not buy his cookbook, which is really weird for me because I, I usually buy all of these cookbooks. Um, I, actually, I actually have two different versions of the supernatural cookbook. This much of a big fan of Bonza Blow 6. This much of a big fan. And for those of you who are listening, my uh, my hands are out to the edges of my webcam to show how big of a fan that she is. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about something that, you know, spanned 15 years. And I've been watching since I was in college. Um, so it's, it's, you know, something that I was obsessed with, obviously. And I follow, I I actually followed Jensen's career before Supernatural. Um, like when he was on Dark Angel, he was on Dark Angel. Um, that came up, that came up, he was also on Days of Our Lives. Just so you know, the only reason why I know that is because that came across my feed last week, like over the weekend or something like that. Yeah, he did an interview about Jessica Alba and how um, they didn't get along until later in his season. I'm not obsessed. I'm not (laughs) obsessed. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh... Anywho. (laughs) Cena Berry says, her love for Supernatural is as flexible as Misha in that episode of Nip Tuck. And I actually need to Misha sit. Misha does yoga, so yes. I, I actually have flexible. to sit down. I have to actually sit down and finish watching Nip Tuck because I originally watched it when it first came out, but I never finished past season two. So, anyways, yeah, it's on a um, streaming service somewhere. I'll get around to it when I will. I'll probably get on that um, right after I'm done with Burn Notice. But um, Ichigo, what you work? What you working on? <laughs> Am I actually making that much noise? <laughs> no, I'm just guessing. I know, right? Um, well, I guess I can share because I haven't been back since before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, 
I recently got some heavy metal. Eh. Um, I got <laughs> I got a uh, a tool, you know, for all my manly men in chat. Um, yeah, I basically got a piece of molded steel. I'm I'm actually hyping it way up more than uh, it probably is, but um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've seen Maka. I'm not obsessed. I'm not gonna do it, girl. I'm not gonna do it. Room full of supernatural. I did it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I basically got a giant uh, grommet hole punch, mm. um, which is amazing. Um, because for those who don't know, thank you, thank you, Ronmo421. Um, I, I got a grommet press and for those of you who don't do a lot of, uh, cosplay or do a lot of, uh, building of garments that are structural, um, in order to go through layers of leather hides, layers of canvas, sailcloth, all those things, I basically used to do, uh, <laughs> it's, it's what it's all about, Sianaviri, <laughs> um, but it's basically just a giant hole punch uh, that can go through things and human flesh. Um, so I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, I've been making a lot of corsets lately. So needless to say, my hands will be saved. Um, if anybody wants to know the model number, I can share it in chat. Here we go. Uh, for those cosplayers and people in chat. Um yeah, so that's, that's, why? So it's why haven't you cosplay Winry Rockbell? Because right about now you are the spitting image of her. I know, right? I even have a wig that would fit her, honestly. Um, and I do love me a good um jumpsuit, mechanics jumpsuit. Uh, but yeah, I it, it I'm really I'm I'm actually I was so it was such it friggin' it is it's literally molded metal. So it, it was like the heaviest gift I have ever received in my life. Um. And, and then, of course, I also got a book on how to draft male patterns. So I'm super excited about that. Um, With yeah, or without boldness. So is that with or without uh, boldness? <laughs> with or without boldness. <laughs> you did say male pattern. <laughs> I did. I did say male pattern. But there's also female pattern boldness. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Um, and if anybody wants any links to those books or anything like that i know especially for a lot of masculine presenting cosplayers or male cosplayers we have or even just guys who want to look good like tailoring your clothes is not you know only a feminine presenting thing oh, I, oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. you can let me know and i'll hook you up with the books that i picked up and see the beer he says that's what it's all about yes yes <laughs> tip your waiter boys and gals <laughs> well, Ronma, what shenanigans did you get into? What is your nerdy numminess for the day? Well, I started watching a couple of new anime titles because I had some downtime. Um, one of them is My Dress Up Darling, and it's actually really good. I think this is Cosplayers, the anime for 2022. And I will Yeah, this was the one you were recommending to me, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say it is. Goji was me in junior high, so I, I could totally relate. The longest short is this very popular co-gal befriends this guy who knows how to run a sewing machine and hopes that she will make him, she will make her, um, she will make... He, he will make her. her yeah. There you go. The, her favorite cosplay uh, 
that she wants. A character from a hentai game. Uh. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. What I like, the I forget her name, but her last name is Katagawa. And I could easily remember that because Katagawa is also the last name of Keiko Katagawa, who played Sailor Mars in PGSM, who also appeared briefly in Tokyo, um, uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. The way what I like is she's a co-gal that plays it straight across the board, treats everybody equally. Like she thinks it's cool that he's he knows how to run a sewing machine. She doesn't like it if you disrespect her or her friends. She's just very chill about it. And I and I think it's really good. And I enjoyed it. That's something that is going to be on my list to watch. I might pick up the box set if it does come out. So 12 episodes, not so bad. It's really good. I watched this other anime, and I forget the name of it. It's an isekai where two guys end up in this medieval world, and the other guy turns into this cute girl, and this guy's like, and the other guy's like, what in God's name happened here? So, it seems to be mediocre at best, but, you know. But as for uh, other cool stuff, I'm going to shamelessly pimp my fandom j just for a scotch. Um, if you've noticed, I am wearing... Um, one of my uh, Christmas gifts here I got from a couple of friends. Uh, I run my one-half shirt, um, which is really awesome. Uh, I really need to replace my property of Farinkin High School Athletic Department shirt, even though that's out of print. Maybe I'll get lucky and find it off of eBay. Or if I can actually get into my old storage, it's probably there. And believe it or not... I also got my hands on a couple of Ronma One Half CDs that came out sometime a few years ago. Brand new, sealed off of Amazon Japan. And I was just like, whoa, really? So the first CD is basically a collection CD. This is just all of the openings and ending CDs. I mean, opening and ending tracks from the anime. Uh, this one basically has... Most of the openings and ending themes from the anime, from the uh, movies, OVAs, and it has uh, character soundtracks, uh, uh, image tracks on here as well. So I haven't cracked it open yet because I'm thinking maybe if I'm lucky, I can find a rip of it. Or I already have a rip because I have like two like folders full of Ronbo and have soundtracks and flack. So I just got to poke in there and check it out. So... And as Ronma421 says, I hate you since I can't even get anyone to give me a Ronma one half shirt. Uh, bro, I just got lucky. I did not think I was going to get something like this as a gift because Mako-chan will tell you, if you don't get me the shirt as a gift, I'm just going to go out and buy it anyway. So either or, half dozen. So, And uh, and the Ronma CDs from Chinatown, I, I tossed all of them except for one which was like a collector's one or something like that. I might have tossed it already if it's not up there in the back where all of my anime merch is and all that cool stuff, you know. Yes, I know that line. Because of you, I've seen hell. Ronma One Half Season 1, Episode 7, Enter Ryoga, The Eternal Lost Boy. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Anywho, enough about that. Let's get into tonight's news. And good Lord Almighty... We already starting off with some with, with some shit, so. I I I'm I, I'm not happy about this. Because this shit has happened 
and fa- similar shit has happened like this amongst cosplay photographers here at conventions here in America. But I really didn't expect something like this to happen in Japan, but still. And I don't want to say I don't expect it to happen as in being naive, but I'm just like giving the benefit of it out. So basically, the long and short is a photographer was arrested in Japan for allegedly drugging and assaulting six cosplayers. Chiba City Police arrested and charged a 49-year-old male on January 21st on suspicion of quasi-rape, which is the legal term in Japan for forced sexual attempts on individuals who are unconscious or unable to resist, and attempted quasi-rape of at least six female cosplayers. Authorities stated that the suspect, Daisuke Kurioa, allegedly contacted the cosplayers at cosplay events and offered to photograph them inside his car. He was supposedly offered him an unopened drink bottle and then slip an incapacitating drug into the drink when the cosplayers were not looking. The suspect confessed at the time of his arrest that he targeted girls who didn't stand out and hung around in the back of corners of an event. The police began the investigation after one suspect's victims came forward with the police in spring last year. The police stated that the suspect had assaulted six girls and women in their teens and 20s, which included high school age girls, between February 11, 2020 and July 8, 2021. Now, this is why people tell you if you're going to a photo shoot or something like that, always bring somebody with you. Even if you've been doing this for years and you are a professional and you have your own list of photographers you work with, you always have another person in the room with you. Either you bring them some bring somebody with them with you, or that photographer has some their assistant there watching. Even if they bring their assistant and you still want to bring somebody, you should go ahead and do that too. I mean, there are those cases those times where you know you'll work one on one with a uh, with a with a cosplay photographer and I don't and and I've done a lot of shoots either in hotel rooms or on the floor of the convention center the hotel or outside there's always been somebody there whether it's a friend of mine a mutual friend of ours or a friend of theirs there's always been somebody I I would say the only exception is if you're dating the person, you know, but if you still want to bring somebody, you should do that, you know? There's always strength in numbers. And I hope uh, the judges throw the book at this guy because this is just 100% uncalled for. Yeah, and on top of that, not only targeting cosplayers, but Mm -hmm. also looking to target those who are more wallflower. Like, that's super skeevy. Mm -hmm. That's super gross. Um, and the, because the fact that he felt like he could manipulate them more easily and like, like, okay, so I know this is in Japan, so mm-hmm. we might not, we might not reach a lot of cosplayers there, but like one of the key things you can look for in contracts is if they will allow you to bring a secondary party for your comfort. If the contract doesn't state anything like that, and when you bring it up with the photographer and they say, oh, no, I really just want it to be us, or oh, no, I just really don't feel comfortable if there's more than one person in the room. Like, red flags, guys. Now, red flags. Yeah. now I-, I will say this. 
it's one thing where the person is the photographer is nervous if there's another person and i get that now if you're nervous because of the type of shoot you're going to do maybe you shouldn't be doing that type of shoot plain as day and i can also understand why you know a photographer is like don't bring your boyfriend girlfriend or husband because you got those who are jealous and when you're doing the shoot because you may be posing in provocative positions and that's going to piss him off and i understand that but if you want to work with this person let them bring a plus one with them regardless you know Yeah, it's not like they have to be standing right mm-hmm. next to the photographer. Right. My my thing is this. You could bring a couple of people as long as they stay quiet and let us work. If they want to say something about the posing, wait till we take a break or I change cards or something like that, you know. Other than that, you know, always have a plus one with you. Always. Oh, next up is Mako-chan's fandom. Yeah, let me go ahead and load that. And Ronimo421 says, if I was a photographer, I would request they bring someone with them, and I would need a witness for my security. Fair. Yeah, I've I've never made it, you know, unclear that if Adam ever needed, sorry, if Ronma ever needed, um somebody in the room or if they were uncomfortable and wanted somebody in the room when he's doing photos, I don't mind hanging around because one, I don't really care Two, I can always just sit there and read and three, you know, at least it's somebody in there. So everybody else is comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah. You know, if a photographer actually says, no, you can't bring somebody as Ichigo said, red flag. Yep. Yeah. And and on that, even if you're in a public space, even if you're at a photo suite in a convention and mm-hmm. you don't feel comfortable, like that's one reason. And if you've ever hit up Otakon and you've seen me running around in photo suite, then I actually started a sub community, like a sub department in photo suite with the department head that was basically posing assistance. And what we basically did, we were model consultants. We would go over and make sure that your wig was good and make sure that your badge was off, but it was being held by someone who was responsible. And like just these little things Mm -hmm. that make a cosplayer comfortable and put them in at ease gives you a better like photo. It just gives you a better photo. It makes the environment so much more friendly and it means that you're not doing questionable shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and if the if the subject being photographed is comfortable, that's going to show in the pictures as well. Mm-hmm. So having that there, having that, you know, that comfort level because of that is is a good thing um for the photographer because they don't have to force, you know, certain, you know, looks when somebody is too nervous. Anyway, mm-hmm. So, uh, it looks like Legendary Entertainments is going to be um, starting a TV series. They announced last Thursday that they're producing a series featuring Godzilla and the Titans for Apple TV+. 
the series explores the mythic legacy of a world in which monsters are real. An entertainment news source Variety reports that it centers on one family's journey to uncovered uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to the secret organization known as Monarch. Ooh. Um, yeah, so this is actually um, looking to be kind of cool. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, the film, earned over $100 million in the U.S., uh, opening March 2021. Um, it earned uh, $48.5 million in its first five days. That movie was the, so good. The film opened in Japan in July of 2021 and earned $4.18 million and topped the Japanese box office in its opening weekend, which... You know, not for nothing, Japan is very critical of the U.S. versions of Godzilla. Um, they they are not a fan of how Godzilla looks in the U.S. versions. Um, and they did have a lot to say uh, previously on the Godzilla from this trilogy. So it does not uh, surprise me that the numbers are so low. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Uh, obviously, I don't have Apple TV, so I'm gonna have to hope that the series is put somewhere else for viewing, um, so that I can see it. But otherwise, I I really want to see. Like, I have a feeling this is gonna be the U.S. version of its, you know, of the Godzilla origin story. Which, you know, we've gotten part of, mm -hmm. but not really. And I'm really hoping that, you know, maybe we get more Mothra. Give me more lizards! Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, <laughs> no, I love I, Mothra too. I love Mothra too. And I, I do appreciate uh, all of them. I actually really loved the Godzilla King Kong movie that recently came out. I, I actually really enjoyed that. And I loved seeing Middle Earth and all that other stuff. It was... It, it was so cool. Um, and as, yeah, sli as Slime Boy says, finally my Apple TV sub is good for something. <laughs> well, Michael, you can always wait till all the episodes drop and just subscribe to Apple TV and watch them and that's it. It's only like five bucks a month. Yeah, I, I have a feeling though that I'll probably be able to, you know, quote unquote, rent it off of something else too. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm not, you know, worried about that. Too much. Fair, fair. Well, uh, going from one fandom to someone else's. <laughs> a uh, bear fandom, in, that is. In 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 uh, in Italian, you might call this. <laughs> I was gonna try and make a joke, but I can't. Um, if anybody can come up with a funny joke, um. That's so, amore. Final, <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven Tifa pornography interrupts Italian Senate meeting. Fan-made clip played uninterrupted in Zoom call for roughly 30 seconds before it was finally switched off. An Italian Senate Zoom meeting was interrupted by a very exciting event. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure that they got that was more action than they've gotten done in a week. Anyway. But um, 
was interrupted on Monday when a fan-made pornographic CGI video of Final Fantasy VII character Tifa Lockhart hijacked the shared video feed. Uh, that lawyer is not actually a cat. <laughs> um, the meeting was streamed live on Facebook. And on the Senato de la Repubblica TV channel, which broadcasts live proceedings from the Italian government. Kotaku reported that the pornographic clip played uninterrupted for roughly 30 seconds before it was finally switched off, and that the offending clip in its entirety has been removed from the VOD on Facebook. Well, that's good to know they're on mm. top of those policies. According to reports from those at the scene, a hacker is suspected to have hi Oh, yes, a hacker. Those naughty, naughty hackers, y'all. Yeah, a, a hacker. The feed, mm -hmm. And the prankster's identity remains to be an intern at the Italian Senate. I mean, remains unknown. Ooh. Well, I, I tell you, I'll tell you this. If Tifa was writing Cloud as the fandom wants, you can notice somebody in the back were going, Basically quoted from The Godfather. Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> All right, that wasn't funny. So, so sue me. <laughs> I can tell um, by the crickets it wasn't funny, okay? It, yeah, I, I think it, it's just, it's too late. The fandom, I mean, the fandom's still around, but mm -hmm. it's, you went a little too deep. Uh, that's what she said. Anyway. Oh, um, you should see the you should see the 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 the, uh, the forum comments on, on this. Oh no! They Clearly actually no somebody actually her. gave the voice actress a shout out for doing it. No, 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 Sianavirus. <laughs> Clearly not the gay intern, or else it would have been Cloud and Sephiroth or Barrett. <laughs> what about a circle jerk? I need a bonk mallet. I need a bonk mallet for when the chat misbehaves. Just so you know, that's an actual figurine you can get now. You forgot Vincent. Yes, with them nails. Oh my god. You, trust me, Mako didn't forget. No, I didn't. Not at all. <laughs> I, I was actually about to say, you know, where is uh, Vincent in all of this? And then you went into bonk mallets, and I'm like, oh, never mind. There he is. <laughs> This is why I'm a white mage. Well, my goodness. at least this wasn't all at the Honeybee Inn. Oh my gosh! No, been there, done that. Oh, uh, I, I assume you've seen the actual video footage from uh remake then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, of all of the different outfits that they can change into, mm -hmm. of the reactions depending on the outfits mm -hmm. that they change into, of the um. You know the the dance battle, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I've seen all the videos of the Honeybee Inn. Face it, Cloud is a magical girl. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. but we knew that. Basically. <laughs> oh. Moving on. <laughs> well, look at it this way. At least we know who will be Miss Italy twenty twenty two. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I will Cloud, say right. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. The best fan art to come out of that was Tifa uh, wearing uh, Mario's uh, suspe uh, suspenders, you know, his, his jumpsuit and the hat and the mustache running around. Best Italian character. <laughs> they went in a different direction, but it was funny, and I approve. 
I don't. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. I think you'll find it cute. Oh, I probably would find it cute, but there are many more. Um, I, I guess I guess better Italian uh, things that they could have done. Oh, like the picture I sent you. Not necessarily. It did not need to go that far. <laughs> as amusing as that picture was, uh, no, uh, it does not need to go further into the porn territory. Thank you. Well, it is what it is. But let's move out of the porn territory. Granted, every all the host's heads are in the gutter having tea and scones. Um, we're going to talk about this update, this up-to-date mixed media project from Goro Taniguchi. And it sounds quite interesting, too. Even though it's from the director called Gius, and I'm just like, ugh. The director doesn't mean that it's, you know, I the know. person that... Uh, made a series that shouldn't have been made. And I said it. I said it. No, but you're not wrong, though. No, but I went there and I said it. Well, anywho, his new project is called Estab-Life. Estab-Life. It's short for Establishment in Life, and it takes place in the distant future. It... This project explores a world where humans exist in the forms of cyborgs and supernatural beings. Huge walls controlled by AI have split Tokyo into areas known as clusters, leading to unique cultures within each. Although most people live in peace without ever leaving their own cluster, some don't fit in and dream to moving to another. In addition to creating the original concept, Tanaguchi is providing the creative supervision for the anime, which comes out, which premieres April 2022 on Crunchyroll. It'll be called Estab Life, Great Escape. Hiroyuki Hashimoto will direct at Polygon Pictures with an original story by SSF. The series composition and scripts will be done by Shoji Gato, and original character designs will be done by Yusuke Kozaki. We don't know who the cast of who's voicing who, but more information will be out in a few days, as in February 3rd. There will be a smartphone game, at, and it'll be called Estab Life Unity Memories, and it'll be done by Square Enix. Hopefully this will come to the state sides. Which reminds me, Mako-chan. Yes? Did you download Disney Twisted Wonderland? It downloaded itself. <laughs> Well, you know what that means. After tonight's show, we will not be hearing from Mako-chan for about a week and a half. Oh, no, it's it's been downloaded. I I, I, I may have been playing it at work. Exactly. shouldn't be. Exactly, which is why I said we will not be hearing from her for about a week and a half. So this, this looks interesting. And now the film, the animated feature film, it'll be called Estab Life, the movie Revengers Road. It'll be directed by Tanaguchi and animated by Polygon Pictures. The plot will be different to both the TV, anime, and the game. And I like that. The game has its own storyline. The anime has its own storyline. The movie has its own storyline. And the best part is all three will intertwine one way or another without overlapping each other. So that's gonna sa- that sounds pretty cool. That sounds kind of similar to what they did with Dot uh, Hack. Yeah. Because the game came with an OVA mm-hmm. that tied into the game, but was not part of the actual online experience. Right. 
And then both of those tied into the anime because some of the characters were actually the same, Mm -hmm. but it didn't tie in with the story that was, you know, going on in the game. Gotcha. Sounds good. I like that. All right. Back to you there. I'm Miss Ichigo. Well, uh, I guess, yeah, we are going into one of my fandoms. Digikara uh, is coming back with a vengeance. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. I did not what? know Digikara was one of your fandoms. Yeah, I love Digikara. Like, they're, like, not magical girls, but kind of magical girls. Keep talking. I got a, I got a little something to, sh- to show y'all. Be right back. <laughs> But yeah, uh, for those of you uh, who are into the Digikara fandom, I actually, I have a bunch of old school stuff from back when they used to do embroidered badges and things like that. I'll show you guys maybe next week. Um, so it's coming back for its twin, oh gosh, 24th anniversary. That's what it is. But um yeah, it's gonna be a Asami Sanada voiced Digikara Dejiko post her viral YouTube debut video. The 3D model was supervised by original character designer Kage Donbo. And as reported last month, Dejiko, the main character of Broccoli's character franchise Digikara, makes her virtual YouTube debut today, posing, posting episode zero on the Rewa Digikara project official youtube channel in the video she introduces herself to people who are new and asks the viewers for their opinions and advice on her future activities on youtube to the delight of longtime fans she is voiced by her voice actor asami sanada who won the grand prize at the open audition held by broccoli in 1998 to get the role of digico and has played the character since then She's also confirmed to reprise her role as Dejiko in the forthcoming mini-anime series. Dejiko's virtual YouTube debut was planned as part of the 24th anniversary project for the Digikara franchise, which also includes the original character designer Koge Donbo's Digikara art exhibition to be held at GOFA, or Gallery of Fantastic Art, in Shibuya, Tokyo, from February to April of this year and a collaboration card with Broccoli's popular trading card game, ZX Zillions of Enemy X. Her original 3D model for virtual YouTube activities is fully supervised by Koge Donbo, as it usually is. Asami Sanada writes on Twitter, Thanks everyone who watched the premiere streaming in real time. I'm back. I'd like to see a lot of excitement in the future with screenshots and feedback. Please subscribe to the channel. Ah, like many a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. But yes, it's looking very cute, and I'm excited to check it out. Um, And if anybody is a Digikara fan, I hope that you enjoy. And as you can see on screen here, here's like an updated design of Digico. And it's, very cute. And it's funny because we talk, we discussed like about an upcoming Digicarat project, and it looks like we are getting a new anime which I'm mm-hmm. excited about. I actually bought the Blu-ray of the entire series, and I have it sitting back there. And nice. I, and I also wanted to show this. Digico. Very cute. 
I think I have had the I've had Dejiko at least I think almost twenty years. I picked her up at Otakon one year and if it wasn't Otakon, it was Anime Next or Anime It was one of them. Doesn't matter. I I, I have this, so and, and and I love Digico. Uh, granted, you know, my personal favorite will always be Rabbi and Rose, but I just like Dejiko in the aspect of she is such a tomboy, but she still wants to achieve her goals as she will as she will hurt you. She will hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> she warning, you will be in pain. Yes. I like the pandas. The pandas were always my favorite. Oh, and I see Seattle Berry likes Puchiko. Piocola. Yep. That's the panda. Yeah, and don't forget this. Uh, Dejiko's arch rival, Picklet Chardin the Third, or something like that. Yeah. And Wild Spice cosplays her. Yeah. Is um, I have a bunch of badges from when I used to work at an anime store. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I have one that's like a Piocola's gang gang, like the panda gang. And then I also have one, I think that's Rabbi and Rose. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever got a chance to find the Dejiko one or the Puchiko one, but I, I want to make a big Ida jacket kind mm. of thing with them or like, just like a punk jacket, like a battle jacket with them. I would, I would hope that they would put out fi- updated figurines when the anime comes out. Cause years ago I found like this little figure of, Rabbi and Rose about yay high and mm-hmm. it sits in my display case. Um, it sits on the second shelf of my display case. Cause that's where I keep all of my idol figurines. And then I realized I have like five more idol figurines coming in this year. <laughs> so I'm running out of fucking space just so you know, <laughs> behind the clothes and the door over here is about another 15 figurines. And one just rolled in here uh, last month, which I don't, I think I did show off, so, you know. I think you did show it off. Yeah, the uh, the $150 Yoshiko figurine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I might just keep that in the box and not display that one. Okay, and now we're going to wrap things up with everybody's favorite fandom, Sailor Moon. Yeah, so I know that um, I, I think we've touched on a little bit. But Sailor Moon is going to be celebrating its 30th anniversary. Uh, So that means we have new events, new collaborations, um, and uh, a a lot of Sailor Moon coming out. So uh, the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal the Movie anime films are teaming up with Sanrio. Mm. Uh, character goods featuring Sailor Moon paired with Hello Kitty, um, Chibi Moon paired with My Melody, Mercury paired with uh, Cinnamon Roll, Mars with uh, Kuromi, Jupiter with Maron Cream, and Venus with Pom Pom Purin will release at a later date. Um, these character designs are absolutely adorable. Um, the Sanrio characters are in the Sailor Fuka. And the Sailor Moon characters have the ears and tails and bows and such of, you know, or hats or whatever of the Sanrio characters. So it's actually really, really cute. Um, Sailor Moon is partnering with uh, Premiko to sell traditional Japanese crafts. 
the watchmaker Wicca, women's accessory store Mason de Fleur, uh, clothing brand Uniqlo, and luxury fashion brand Anisu and Samantha uh, Thesserba. Um, in late February, the <clears throat> Milkre chocolate brand will hold a giveaway campaign um, for an extra large cushion featuring an original Sailor Moon design as one of its prizes. The Eternal films are also inspiring a special VR video called VR Dream Flight, which will begin streaming on uh, Viveport VR app store uh, last, no, this Tuesday, so today, I believe. Uh, the video will only be available for premium users of the service until April 19th, when it will then begin streaming for free. It will be available in Japanese, English, and simplified Chinese. Finally, the films are inspiring framed postcard sets, and Universal Studios Japan will sell a new batch of merchandise in tandem with its Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon The Miracle 4D Moon Palace Chapter Deluxe attraction, which will start on March 4th. This actually, um, they're, uh, they, they've been doing Sailor Moon things, they've been doing anime things. <clears throat> this particular one, they will actually have the Senshi in their uh, princess outfits. Ooh. Uh, during the whole uh, event, whatever, you know, game that goes on with uh, the shooting and the playing and all of that stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, stuff coming out for Sailor Moon this year. Again, it is the 30th anniversary. And holy crap, Sailor Moon is 30. Mm. I just want this the Cinemaro Venus uh, one. That's the one I really want. I thought she was 14. I'll see myself out. <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty crazy to know that Sailor Moon is is 30 already. Yeah, that you know that that means that they're still younger than we are. Fair. Because they were 14, 30 <laughs> mm -hmm. years ago. Well, no, that means that they're older than we are. Well, they're older than I am. Now they're just senshi fighting moms. I'm not 44 yet, but when I am, I'm still going to be a magical girl. I'm not 44 yet, but when I am, I'm still going to be younger than they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to plead the Fifth Amendment at this point due to self-incrimination. <laughs> they're there. They're there. Shut it, you. They're there. They're there. <laughs> okay, all right. Now we're going to get to the part of the show that y'all really stuck around for. Meanwhile, in Japan. And let's see what we have here. Um, huh. You know what? I think I'll take the first one. That's, that's got to be a hell of a story. I'll take the last one. Okay, then I get the second one. Woohoo! Alright, so first up is a 70-year-old man is arrested after having a brawl with over 10 bikers. What the shit? 
So, what happened was, 70-year-old Kazuharu Okamoto of Heken 9 Aiki Prefecture ended up having to fight over 10 bikers. Poor guy. The thing is, he is also the president of a transportation company, and he's currently recovering from a broken face. But, he, but the funny thing is, he's also facing charges of reckless driving as well. That's just, wow, that's crazy. So, this happened earlier this month on January 4th, when Okamoto was driving in nearby Honda City behind a pack of 10 touring motorcycles. And according to the police, he became enraged from being behind the pack and gradually driving closer and closer to their rear. Now, you don't do that. That causes problems. Whether the person in front of you is driving a bicycle or a car, you know, you don't do that. So the bikers got pissed off and they confronted him about his tailgating. One thing led to another and a brawl broke out between the old man and the, and the bikers. The next day, four men of the, that were in the group who were all said to be in their 40s and 50s were arrested for breaking bones in Okamoto's face from punching and kicking him. But they swear up and down that he swung first. Now, a few days later on January 10th, police took Okamoto into custody for assault because at the time he had punched a 48-year-old woman in the group in the head. Thankfully, she was wearing a helmet, so but she had ended up getting light injuries from the blow. In a subsequent investigation, the police reviewed the footage on Okamoto's dash cam and on January 20th additionally charged him with obstructive driving which is the legal term for road rage reckless driving, and he is currently denying said charge. There isn't many details about the nature of the fight or how things started, but the currently known fact of a lone senior citizen taking on 10 people at the same time was enough to impress netizens in regards to this story. Such as, Grandpa thinks he's Mad Max. I wonder if the bikers all started swarming around him. I could see that happening. Over 10 of them and they still lost. Maybe the bikers were just too afraid to hit him because it might have killed him. I think that lady should sue the helmet company. Like in other countries, there are many different kinds of bikers in Japan. The media is using the term bike shudan, which translates to bike group, rather than bozozoku, which usually applies to the teenage bikers known for their dangerous riding and fights. That would also suggest that these people were were likely more of a weekend warrior type motorcycle enthusiast than actual sons of anarchy. So, in addition, the fact that the police seem to be pursuing Okamoto's actions rather than those of the others makes it appear as though he was a real instigator of violence in his altercation. Well, he did get pissed; he couldn't get past him, which is understandable. But if you find yourself a long gone daddy with fists of steel and nose for trouble, well into old age. Please remember to exercise restraint and not to take on a do nearly a dozen of people at once. It can only end badly. The more you know. I think I actually have that sound effect. Yes, I do. I took that from the best, the more you know, um, PSA. It's the one where Betty, Wright was, Betty White was telling everybody to read books. That was the best one.
Okay, uh, moving right along here. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yup, that's you. So, uh, yeah, um, a Japanese man breaks into school to recover the stuff that his teacher took from him over 40 years ago. What? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's not clear what exactly was confiscated from uh, quote-unquote Taro. They have not released his real name, so the article is calling him Taro. Um, but whatever it was, he wanted it back. So last week, while the school was closed for winter vacation, Taro accompanied his girlfriend, snuck into the school with his eventual goal for the caper being to recover his contraband. The two managed to get inside one of the school's staff rooms, but it wasn't long until an employee who was on the premises heard them talking loudly and called the police to report the intruders. Obviously, to the approach of uh, law enforcement, the couple was still in the school when officers arrived on the scene and arrested them for trespassing. Getting the police involved as opposed to calling the couple's parents and telling them to come pick them up as misbehaving children seems like overkill. Mm. But Taro is 63 years old and his girlfriend is 58. So they both attended this middle school that they broke into and graduated from it well over 40 years ago. I want to know what is so damn important that he needed to get this. I don't know. Um, so uh, the ire Tarot felt from having whatever his teacher took uh, from him appears to still be something he holds close to his heart, considering the lengths he went to in his attempt to recover it. It's unclear whether or not the expected... Um, he expected the trading card dirty magazine, Game Boy, or whatever the item was to still be sitting in a storage closet after more than four decades. But he also said he was hoping to find his teacher's contact information in the school's files, perhaps in order to personally ask him to return it. Um, still considering his current age, it seems like the wiser thing for Tara to do would be to have simply called the school or walk in like a fully grown adult and politely ask for his stuff back. As for why he didn't, both Taro and his girlfriend were intoxicated at the time of their arrest. Mm. So it seems like this may be a case of two people reminiscing about their school days while getting both liquored and worked up, then deciding we should break into the school and get my stuff back. Um, so so I, I, I have to put this out there. This guy is 63. Um... Is the teacher, one, still working, and two, still alive? Mm. And the third question, does the teacher actually remember? I, I cannot believe that, one, his crap would be still in the school, and two, that the teacher would even remember what was taken from one particular kid 40 years previously. It's not like Honestly? it's... Honestly? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it's not like this is an RPG where this is the mission and you find the old man and he tells you as he's dying, you know? I, 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 will, I, I will say this, though. Um, going to my high school um, and I, 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 the fact that some of the teachers still remembered my cousins who had a completely different last name 
that I just happened to bring up. Um, and they went to high school about 20 years before I did, and they're still talked about. Um, I, I will guess that perhaps if he was, you know, a, a shitting bastard, that perhaps his teacher did re remember him. Um, but at the same time, I, I can't see them keeping whatever the hell it was for 40 plus years. Mm. Mako chan, you want to know what it was? His hmm. pride. His pride? Yeah. <laughs> oh, peaked, I was thinking. He peaked in high school. Yeah, um, I was thinking it might be a sanity. That too, that too. Because, I mean, there, there are a lot of people looking for that, and it is a hot commodity. You know, he might have also been looking for this cheat code in our next article. Looking for sanity in all the wrong places. Hmm. <laughs> and if you know that reference, congratulations, you're old. <laughs> I think we've established that already. Yeah. I think if you know the following reference I'm going to be mentioning to, you might be a little up there. No, I no. This is an exemption to that. Everybody that's a gamer <laughs> need should know this. And if they don't, <laughs> shame, dishonor, shame on you, dishonor shame on you, you. dishonor. Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right, my gaming children, get your Konami code ready. Um. An up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA pop-up cafe to open in Akihabara. Don't forget to press select, too, if you bring a friend. Dun -dun 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 -dun. On the 25th of April, 1986, a Famicom NES port of the arcade game Gradius, or Gradius, was released in Japan. Unbeknownst to anyone at the time, a secret button sequence that could instantly power up the player's spaceship was accidentally left in the code. This sequence of up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA would go on to become the most widely known and used cheat code in video game history. And even a cultural phenomenon beyond video games. Because of this, since the 25th of April last year, Konami has conducted online celebrations for the code's 35th anniversary including musical remixes of soundtracks to classic game which use the code and a large amount of related merch. Although the Konami Code's 35th year is coming to a close, it looks like at least one last hurrah is said to be held at Creative Space Café Atelier X Playful Mind Café in Akiba or Akihabara, Tokyo, from the 21st to the 30th of January this year. The Up Up Down Down Left Right Left Right BA 35th will offer four drinks based on four game series that were made easier by the Konami code. Gradius has been brought to liquid, liquidy life. Oh, I don't like the sound mm. of that. Liquid life by a mixture of soda water and black currant syrup along with some cola and then topped with a scoop of yuzu sorbet. That actually sounds really good. The groundbreaking fighting game Yi Ar Kung Fu is interpreted as a tall glass of orange juice with cubes of grape jelly inside. This is topped with a scoop of vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, and some berries. In this case, it looks like they're maraschino cherries for anyone interested. Mm. Twin B fans, woo, Twin B, will be pleased by the drink's equally colorful and sweet mixture of melon soda, oh, I love melon soda, and a non-alcoholic blue Hawaii cocktail. 
Floating on top is a bunch of whipped cream, fruits, vanilla ice cream, and some candy-coated chocolates for good measure. Man, the Twin Bee sounds like my kind of my kind of drink. Two main characters of the Ganbare Goimon series, also known as Mystical Ninja Overseas, have each been represented by strawberry and blueberry jam and are mixed into a mystical blend of milk and condensed milk. Some cherry blossom mousse, blueberries, and a sugar Mount Fuji are then placed on top. Mm. As seen in the pictures in the article, each drink comes with a coaster based on its game, and there's also a wide selection of t-shirts, buttons, cases, and mirrors, all with official artwork for the 35th anniversary of the code. There are even themed skateboard decks, and that is to... Uh, I guess it, it doesn't allude to skate or die but they could have they could have alluded to that sadly the creator the codes creator kazuhisa hashimoto passed away in 2020 and was unable to celebrate the codes 35th anniversary with the rest of us but at least he could live long enough to see his accidental legacy become a permanent part of cultures around the world so yeah if you're interested in getting some of that good sweet sweet 35th anniversary konami merch uh Make a trip to Akiba safely. <laughs> now, uh, a couple of quick things. If you have a Nintendo Switch and you're part of uh, Nintendo Switch Online, Twin Bee is available for play. Now, what's <gasps> yep. yes? But what's interesting is the game Twin Bee did come to the states for the NES years ago under the title Stinger. Because remember, during the 8-bit eras, some Japanese games came over. And the names were changed so they'd be more appeasing to um, American More fans. palatable to American yeah. sensibilities. Yeah, like, like the game Ganbare Goman. It came, the Super NES version came over as Mystical Ninja. Yeah, star- Mystic Ninjas. Yeah, yeah starring uh, Kid Ying and Dr. Yang. When it came out for the N64, they actually changed the names back to the original Japanese names. They called it Mystical Ninja starring Goman. Too bad the anime sucked. And Cedarberry says, I'm still partial to ABBA, ABBA, which was the level skip code for Aladdin on Sega. Also, if you had an NES and you played the game Akari Warriors, and I believe it was also Akari Warriors 2, Victory Road, when you die, if you hit ABBA quickly, you get three more lives to continue playing the game. It was I basically- think also in Nintendo Super Mario, I think you have to get past the fourth world, but if you get past the fourth world... And you make it to the end of the. I think if you pass and you're in the fourth level, like the fourth world, I think you should be able to press select once you die and you don't get sent back to the beginning. I it do, just loads you into the level that you were at. I do know. Um, if you if if you're if you game over Mario one, hitting start a puts you back at the last level you were at. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And I remember um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, had sort of like a, a reverse Konami code, per se. Some people call it a reverse Konami code, but I didn't think it was that. It was up, right, right, down, 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 left, 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 A, B, A, B, start, and you got 10 lives. But I can tell you this. The Konami code was also used in Contra. Um mm-hmm. Life Force, I believe, using in that got you lives instead of a power-ups. And in Gradius 3, but here's the thing. 
if you hit the if you use left right on the control pad, you would get all your power ups, and after you unpause, you'd explode. Wasn't there an Easter egg in the Resident Evil series too? Wouldn't surprise me, but I will say, but also, if you went up up down down, L R L R, the L R buttons on the Super NES controller, then you get your power ups. But I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. That would be Capcom's way of you know acknowledging Konami, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, enough about that. I think it's time for us to wrap wrap up the show. Sounds good. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we're just telling you straight up. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find anime reviews, convention reports, links to our YouTube videos and Facebook photos, editorials, cosplay tips and tricks, and cosplay interviews as well. And you'll also find our, our convention reports for DerpyCon 2021 and Anime NYC 2021. I totally forgot that they were done and ready, so I, they're, they're up there now for checking out, so my apologies. And don't forget... Our podcast is available on many platforms. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. And what's cool is some of these apps like leave reviews. So if you can, five star in a review. We appreciate that. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's Anime Jam Session. Follow us on those so you know when we're going live, when we have articles going up, photos, videos, the whole nine yards. And down below is a link to our tip jars. You can click on our stream elements or Ko-Fi links and send cash to us. We'd appreciate that. Or, you know, you can just throw bits at us. We appreciate that. Or, you know, subscribe. We appreciate that, too. It's all the little things. And if you're also a ho uh, streamer, we would love it if you hosted us when we go live. It's just the little things, you know? So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. Did we just lose Mako-chan? I'm not obsessed. <sighs> Last words, Ichigo. Well, I will be back tomorrow, but if nothing else, I'll see you guys next week. Mm. Bye for now. My last words. I've been working on deploying MacBooks. MacBooks are the bane of my existence. Well, anywho, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Ari will be back. Ichigo might be back. It just depends on how things go. So, you know, everybody's got lives and stuff. But I appreciate when we all get together and hang out and have a good time. So, yeah, that's it. I think we're going to get up on out of here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Night. Night, everybody. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you all next week.
Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!